Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I want to switch over to Jalen Green. Dude is such a fun player to watch, but also can be such a maddening player to watch at times it is, it is an interesting watch it just it, it really is because I mean he's just got an immense amount of ability and it kind of goes back and forth on how it manifests itself on a given night you know sometimes it's you know 30 40 points and and every now and then it's actually some really efficient shooting we, we also talk about the big difference in his game this year being somewhat of the, the physicality and getting to the line, shooting free throws and all of that. But on this road trip, man, it seems like it just went back and forth. You know, he's good in one game. He's just, he's okay the next. He, he hasn't been bad. But like tonight, for example, uh, you look up coming off of a – 30 point night in the garden, or didn't he go for 30 in the garden, or am I mistaken that? Yeah, I believe you're right. Or am I thinking about the uh or am I thinking about the Cavs game? Either way, the this this particular game against the uh you know against the against the Nets, you know, it's another one of those inefficient five of 13, 14 points. Um, and, and again, it comes off of some of these performances where it's like, Hey, that's that, that, you know, that's, that's pretty good. You know, um, you know, this, it's, it's, it's a constant, it's seeming like a constant back and forth. Yeah. So it was, it was 19 at the garden and the 30 came against Cleveland. So 14 against Brooklyn, 19 against the Knicks, but had 30 against Cleveland. Um, 32 two games before that against Memphis. And then in between there, there's the other Memphis game with 13. It's just back and forth. We talked about the inconsistency before on the podcast, but you know, 
there, there's only a few games left in the season. And, you know, we this the the Jalen Green season has pretty much been judged already. What what can we do? What can we say about his game that he can do to be more consistent? What can Jalen Green do to be more consistent as a basketball player? You know, I, I'm trying to find it as you were talking, but I, I believe um, Jonathan Fagan wrote something uh, recently about how um, Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green never have never play well on the same night. Yeah, and you saw it. You saw it again. I'm, I'm trying to find the story because I haven't had a chance to read it. Yeah, but. That's Jonathan Fagan at the Houston Chronicle. Yeah, I believe, I believe Jonathan wrote about this. Um, but and you look at it again tonight where um, Porter has the big night yeah. and Green struggles. And it just it, it seems like it, it's difficult for the two of them to get going. And, and I think part of that is um, I think they tend to recognize, OK, he's going tonight. I'm going to let him go. And so all of a sudden, a night like tonight. Porter's usage goes way up. Green's usage goes down a little bit. So I think that that's kind of the next step for them is to just have good games together. So I think that I think, and I'll have to see if I can find this at some point, but that, that to me is what stands out because Silas did an interview um, earlier today and that point got brought up. And I, and I think usage was something that he said is kind of a reason for why they don't seem to play well on the same night. But for Green overall, I think that the season's been fine. You know, he's we we talked about this with Porter. Uh, the, the numbers that you wanted to see get better for him this season have gotten better. Uh, the only thing I, I think the the big issue that you would have is just the shooting, yep. and the, the shooting hasn't hasn't quite been there. Um, when we find it, uh, but you know, usage is up, scoring is up. He's been less efficient, but he's getting to the free throw line more. He's he's uh, finding ways to impact the game in other ways. He's rebounding more. He's playmaking more. Um, the turnovers are up a little bit more, but part of that he's just had the ball in his hands a little bit more. But you know, he was taking three and a half free throws a game. He's at six this year. I mean, he's almost doubled that number. Yeah. So I think overall, you say that. It's been it's been a good you know it hasn't been I think the great year that people were expecting I think people thought that he'd be averaging you know 25 28 points a game this season and we'd be talking about him as an all-star it doesn't work that way again you're trying to get from A to B but you don't just get there overnight you know there are steps that go with this and so he's got to get better you know that it's a big summer for him I, I think that you saw the work that he put in last year and he got better coming into this season. Now, can he put it together? Can he continue to have that same type of growth? So I think overall, they would tell you that they're pretty happy with the season that he had. Again, the shooting has got to get better. The shooting's got to get more consistent. So I think that's what you're looking at more is just, can he become a more consistent shooter? If that comes, then I think he'll be fine. And, you know, you would like to see him be better than 41.5% from the field and 33.7 from three, but... I think he's shown you that he can get there. And uh, the, uh, the, you've seen, I think you've seen the ceiling. I think you've seen, you know, what he can actually get to. The floor is low also, but I think the ceiling is also very high and it remains that way. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. 
your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Yeah, I feel like the ceiling really lies in what you just talked about. It it, it lies in the shooting. Like, and this is just math, I guess, but base, pretty basic math. But when the shot is falling, yeah. those are the those are the nights when those point totals are, are up. It's 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 the nights when that jumper does look good, or when that jumper is finding the bottom of the net. When he has those high volume shooting nights, or those high volume scoring nights, I should say. Um, and then when you look up and the jumper's broken, some nights it is. Uh, it is it is a, a yeah, I mean just flat out an inconsistent uh, an inconsistent jumper. An inconsistent jump shot right now, which I think is probably the thing. If I were going to say something to be disappointed about, it would be that because I thought the jump shot was fairly inconsistent last year, um, regardless of whatever even the difference in numbers are. I just I, I felt that now two years in, he's a guy with an inconsistent jump shot. Like that's just the that's the bill on him right now. But everything else, oh my god, like everything else is there, and that's when you talk about the 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 ceiling and the potential it's like oh my god but you know if you got to guard this guy you better pray to god he never figures out that jump shot because once he's once he does he's going to be an extreme he's gonna be an extreme problem for guys but but the area of growth is um he has two games this season where he shot eight of 24 from the field and still scored 30 points because yeah, that's line. not happening because he got to the line right yes and yep. Yep. you know there was one game against phoenix 8 of 24, 30 points. He attempted 16 free throws. A game against Utah, 8 of 24, scored 30 points because he got he took 11 free throws. Yeah. So that's where that's where the growth is. Yep. Is that he can have those awful shooting games, but still be efficient scoring the basketball because he's getting to the free throw line. You know, he had a game against Philly where he scores 29 and shoots six of 20 from the field. How did he get to 29? He made 15 free throws. And so I don't, you know, I'm not making the hardened comparison here. But James Harden would have some really bad shooting nights, but you would still look up and say, oh, wow, this is kind of an efficient game. And it was because he was living at the free throw line. So I do think that uh, Green has done a pretty good job this season of understanding, you know what, the shot isn't there, so I'm going to get to the line. He had a game against Indiana, uh, 16 points, he made two shots. How did he score 16 points when you only make two shots? You get to the free throw line 15 times. So that's the big area of growth. That's what we, you know, he's almost doubled his his free throw attempts this season. And I think, first of all, he kind of understands how to draw contact and get fouls called. He had one tonight uh, against Brooklyn where he did a really good job of kind of angling his body so the contact would be there. And then he's still able to finish at the rim. So I think that's been a really good sign of just kind of understanding, you know, how, you know, the intricacies of getting to the rim and scoring in traffic and drawing fouls because, you know, drawing fouls is essentially an art, you know, it's not one of those things that, you know, just happens. Like you have to understand how to do it. You have to understand, you know, first of all, if you're going to take contact, you still have to be able to get the shot up a lot of times in order. That's because that's the only way that you're going to get the call. You're going to get to the free throw line or get the N one, you know, possibility. So he's, he's learning, he's learning how to do that. And I, I think that you just kind of see how he's learning the game and you can kind of see how he's just kind of, gotten a better understanding for how to play the game at a high level yeah these these last five games actually really sort of illustrate this Jalen Green experience that we're talking about here like against Brooklyn on Wednesday night here 
he's got he's just got 14 points on five of 13 shooting but to that free throw point he shoots nine free throws but only makes four of them yeah. So, so he's, he's not free throw shooting here. So, so he's not shooting it well from the field. He's not shooting it well from the free throw line. He's just, it's just not a good offensive night. But the game before that in the Garden against the Knicks, he's got 19, but 10 of the points come from the free throw line. And he goes 10 or 12 from the free throw line, even though he's not taking a ton of shots. The 30 point game, going back to the point that I was making about when that jumper is falling. That 30-point game against Cleveland, okay, and I figure you figure that's a game that they get up for. Cleveland's a good team, and then he's got the draft made in there with uh, Evan Mobley. You figure that's a game he gets, gets up for. Kevin Porter Jr. going there for the first time. I figure they would have been excited for that game, but he goes 5 of 11 from 3. So, yeah, he's going to go. He's going to score 30 points if he can get 15 of them from 3, from three and shoot efficiently from there. Um, and then the game before that, against memphis he's six of 15 from the field but he only goes to the free throw line twice so that's 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 a and and misses all three of his three-point shots so that's a that's just that's a bad Jalen green game because you're not compensating for the fact that you're not shooting well but the game before that against memphis makes all nine of his free throws on his way to 32 points and it was a good shooting game so everything came together there so it's it it's one of those things where if it's like if if one thing's not coming together, you need the other one. And his worst games are the ones where he's not doing either one, where the jumper's broken and he's not getting to the foul line. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at his game log from last year because I remember it was his third game and he scored the 30 against Boston. And people made a big deal because I think he was the fastest player to ever get to 30 points in a game. It was something like that. Or the youngest, was, yeah, some, yeah. Something, yeah, yeah, something like that. The, the fastest player because it was his third game. He has 30. You look at you look back, he scored the 30 because he made eight threes. So, I mean, that's that's a little bit of fool's gold right there. It's like, great, it's a 30-point game, but it's not a sustainable 30-point game. Yeah, when, when, was the, when, was, when was the next time he made eight threes? Um, Let's see. I was going to guess he, he, he has not. Yeah, he did yeah. not do it last year. Yeah. But – he you, you go through the game log, he didn't take a free throw his first four NBA games. Now, I, I don't think he is going to go through a stretch ever again where he doesn't attempt four free or he doesn't attempt a, a free throw in four games. Right. Um, and and the eight three pointers that he made against he has not done that this season either. And so uh Jalen Green, his first four NBA games, he did not attempt a free throw. This season he has a total of five games where he has not attempted a free throw. So that again, that shows you the growth where he's getting to the free throw line essentially every single night. You know, I, I think that we will probably he will probably end this season with five games where he did not attempt a free throw. Let me see what it was last year because again, it was the first four he did not attempt a free throw. Last year he had 15 games where he did not attempt a free throw. This year we're down to five with five games to go. Again, that's growth. That's what you want to see. You want to see him being able to get to the line. And my guess is next year, he will probably have fewer than five games where he doesn't get to the free throw line. Again, that's what you want to see. You want to see him get better at all areas of the game. It's not just those big top line numbers. It's not just the scoring. It's not just the shooting. You want to see improvement everywhere else.